and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Bloomer. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Today, we are listening to a band that has been recommended to us by a particular person on the internet. Not sure if it's a person. Maybe they're a bot, but we have been spammed a lot with the message, do guano apes, do guano apes. And no disrespect, but sometimes it's not guano apes. <laughs> it's grah-rah apes. They Look, just want us to do it. A lot. Yeah. The so passion is real. Guano apes is not this person's family. They don't have you to. You are get correct. A holdover from last week. <laughs> yeah. That's they right. They are not the family. They're doing the best they can to put the signal in the air to and let us know. I'll tell you what signal received because we we're got doing it. Guano Apes tonight. That's right. We are doing Guano Apes tonight. We're talking about their album, Proud Like a God. Buckle up, get ready. But before we get to the apes, we've got to talk about. Who's emailing? Who's emailing? Who is? So we got an email from Cole Dowden. The headline was XXL shirts, rep the roach. He said, hi, roach coach. I remember during the WWE episode, sweet, sweet Mitchell with heart signs said he could hook people up with some XXLs in the shirt department at Roach Coach Inc. LLC, subsidiary of Song Meeting Bloomer Holdings GmbH. <laughs> so yeah i know you guys got a lot going on but if you've got an xxl in black i'll happily wear it like a sausage casing any chance i get to rep the roach i'm sorry rep the coach cue sentimental after school special music oh, oh and on a personal note i keep listening you know really listening to funky ken and well i'm disappointed in how you've been discarding his feelings recently the prepaid mobile phone game is cutthroat, and he may need a friend right now. Did somebody and order something funky? Yes. And then, yeah, Matt. <laughs> and then, I, I gotta be Wait honest. A minute. Who? I gotta, oh, Ken my Fame. God. Oh, my God. Broken. <laughs> Mr. McMahon's gonna be so upset. Oh, oh man. Oh, boy. So then the email kind of goes into funky ken talk i'm gonna try my best to decipher <laughs> it <laughs> two weeks in a row uh it says uh google fun is really putting the thribidizian oh his margins and you funky ken he likes the best up i don't know what is this i don't know with a funky baseline that you know somebody ordered something funky and this was just i can't read the rest of this it makes no sense <laughs> Uh, check yourself before you wreck yourself. What? What? This be the Funky Ken crew. This uh, clearly this is meant to be read. Uh, I said disrespect the Funk Man Ken. Then you gotta beef with us. Clearly, I'm. This is like stumbling across graffiti, in, in a in the bad part of town. You don't know what you're reading. Um, he says besides maybe he just needs a hug. Hashtag hugs for Funky Ken. And you may be that friend with that hug for him when he really needs it. Cue sentimental after school special music closing me melody. Keep it rolling, baby. Keep it rolling, baby. 
Thank you, Cole. I got the message to Funky Kid. Did somebody order something, Funky? Skibbity bop boop boop be doop doom boom boom doop doop boop boop doop. It sounds like his. It sounds like Funky Ken's funk is over. Yeah, he he definitely. Hey man, last week Jenny told me that Google Fi is not what it's cracked up to be. I got my smile back. I put one of those wiggly arm things in front of the store. Oh, We've got a lot more walking. I almost, I almost got into a bad car accident because of that, Ken. I got to tell you. I'm sorry. They what? don't normally have a penis on them. <laughs> it's really drawing a lot of foot traffic. I, I, yeah. I Mostly, please take that down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, why, does that, why does that wiggly worm have such a pronounced hog? Oh man, Jenny with a thud. Uh, <laughs> w- um, on the more serious note, will sweet sweet Mitchell with heart signs be able to get Cole a double XL uh, Coach T? I believe so. Sweet Mitchell's okay. primary profession is no longer printing shirts, but uh, he has had a few requests for shirts come up recently. So I bet he could be persuaded to. Uh, to do something i think uh we could maybe do another small small run to make it more worth his while because i know he doesn't want to print a one-off sure so all right all right i'll take a when look I, at our stock when i get home i'm gonna wake him up it's gonna probably yeah. be pretty late at this point yeah <laughs> yeah i'll wake him up and ask him right then <laughs> <laughs> that seems like the right time <laughs> Push that, push that sweet, sweet name to the to the edge. Like, how sweet is you? Are you really? When I wake yeah. you up, <laughs> hey man, fucking prove it. Fucking prove you're I'm gonna, sweet. I'm gonna go home pretty hostile tonight and just <laughs> see what happens. Yeah, let's just uh. let's do an experiment. No, I'll I will uh, I will speak to him about it and I will let y'all know. Uh, Jenny, we also got an email from Carlo. Oh, we sure did, and I'm going to find it right now. Carlos says, hey there, I'm a relatively new listener of the podcast. After being referred to it by one of your big fan, off the record, it's Elric. We don't respect on that record, off the record here. Uh, I haven't listened to New Metal in a long time, but the variety of bands you cover on the podcast is always fascinating. While I go through a variety of past episodes at work, it keeps me going through the night. I get too hype when I see a, a new episode uploaded. Keep up the great work, guy. I guys, God, I'm just falling apart here. Uh, I recommend you guys check out the EP Six Ugly and the album Vulgar from Japan's Deer and Gray. Their previous releases toyed with pop rock, prog rock, experimental rock, and alternative metal but these two are pretty much more on the new metal side of things. Don't expect maximum the hormones, spontaneous songwriting since steering gray is more on having a focus sound with some uncommon bits sprinkled in. Also, they are pretty boys. AF. If you haven't listened to the family values Tour 2006 CD DVD yet, be prepared to not like Duran gray's performances. Thank you. And keep it rolling guys. Thank you very much, Carlo. Thank you. Uh, and we had an email from Corey Adams. He says, Hey guys, Corey Adams here. Been listening to your show for about six months now. I heard about you all from the talk to me podcast and decided to check you out. Thank you. Talk to me. Thank you. The first, the first episode I heard was the limp biscuit chocolate starfish episode. And I've been hooked ever since I've even turned some of my friends on to your show as well. And we sit around making roach coach inside jokes on a regular basis. Appreciate that. 
Wow, I am honored. We are honored. Um, I've recently been going through the archives and checked out some older episodes, specifically the Straight Up compilation album, and you said you wanted to hear any fellow stories of being completely self-unaware in an awkward situation. Well, buckle up, because this one's a doozy. I grew up in a really small town with my mom, where pretty much everybody knows everybody and news travels fast. When I was about 14 or 15, a couple of kids went to school. Uh, I went to school with had died in a car accident, which is obviously terrible news. And of course, the whole town knew about it, unbeknownst to me, though, because I had spent this particular weekend with my dad, who lived in a different town, and apparently that kind of a word of mouth didn't travel to those city limits. So here I come, walking in Monday morning, completely clueless, to an extremely somber student body. It was so silent you could literally hear a pin drop, and the first thing out of my idiot mouth was geez who died you can imagine the look of shock and embarrassment when someone had to pull me aside and explain to me what happened hope you guys have had a good laugh at my shame keep up the good work and keep on rolling baby roach rider for life for life wow my lord i think i said in that episode what happened to me and i relate i relate I relate very much. And uh, he said a PS. He said, Lauren, I know I've heard you mention coming out to Louisville before, so I thought I would extend an invitation. Saturday, August 3rd, my band is opening for Flaw at the Tiger Room. Wow. I can't promise there will be any worms, but there will be lots of hot drops. I can probably put your name on the guest list. Whoa. So you won't have to worry about a ticket. Thanks again, Corey. Corey. Thank you so much. So this has thrown my life into tumult because I do have tentative date night plans with my wife. <laughs> and I'm like, I've been guest listed. But uh, so uh, I probably will not be able to go to this show. But if you are able to go see Flaw with Corey's band at the Tiger Room or anywhere on this tour, you got to go. He's promising hot drops. He's promising hot drops. I think those are going to be delivered, my friend. I believe it. Plus, Flaw, the Kings of Louisville, who just dropped a new album, I should mention. Haven't heard a thing from it yet, but they just dropped a new album. Um, And then uh, we also, we got some feedback, Jenny, on a band that I think after we read this feedback, we're just not going to talk about them for a while. Okay. Uh, This is a band called Stained. Uh, that we did an episode on. Elric says, I can testify that the can't believe phrase off that site was said by Aaron at some point. I definitely remember it in some interview back then, but I don't think it was that exact quote. I'm looking forward to Family Values Summer 2001. Will be a <laughs> big comment from me. Ha ha. Oh boy. Well. <laughs> hey, we're not going to judge. We're not his family. That is true. Yeah. Alan Smock said, you didn't need to do this. <laughs> wow. Why do anything, Alan? Yeah, yeah. Sheldon says, I'm glad you guys are funny. This is a bad <laughs> album, and had you guys not kept it really interesting, it would have def turned this the F off. That being said, I see Stained at Family Value Summer Tour before my senior year. Aaron Lewis and his contrition's... Uh, I think it's contortions. Oh, contortions are creepy real. All right. Well, tell us more about that. I'm I'm guessing this is that same family values we just talked about last week. Yeah. Uh, Hugo Ferent said, guys, broad talk is one of the funniest bits on the internet. Seriously. Whoa. Kudos. Wow. Thank you. Internet. Internet's a big place. Thank you. 
Uh, I've always listened to yous and been like, ah, these guys are nice sorts. Didn't know about their comedy chops, though. No <laughs> offense. Very offended. But Broad Talk is just fucking world-class humor. First time I heard it on the Finger 11 episode, I almost had a car accident from howling. <laughs> howling with laughter. I'm praying now for all upcoming albums to have tracks where the band is clearly trying to broaden their audience so I can hear the <laughs> glorious filth get unleashed. Unleash it! Guys, we just heard that Family Values last last week. How did we not realize that maybe they were trying to broaden their audience? I mean... <laughs> Listen... Hey, hey, hey. You want to see some real life tits? Oh yeah, Go I want to sit on the lawn where the ladies pop the tops. Oh, let me just oh, tell yeah. you, this heat, them tits, oh. pop pop like corn, baby. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah, right. Literally, tits <laughs> exploded. That's right. You hey, you put Can't that temperature up. You put that temperature up. Those tops come down. That's correct. That's yeah, a I fact. I'll tell you what else goes up when the heat goes up. <laughs> it's oh, been a while since I've seen them titties. Come on. Oh, you know. that's right. That's right. Don't make me wait so long. I'm one step closer to the edge of seeing them titties. <laughs> I think that's good. Uh, yeah. I think that's good. Yeah, it's a little yeah, broad yeah, talk yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah. All right. Where were we? Where were we? All right. Greg Alexander Neville says, I was capital D done with new metal by the time this album had come out. And the it's been a while overproduced re-release of outside double shot singles made me not end up even listening to this at all or until the set. There's some pretty fun riffs on this. There's some definite changing and a touch of tonesing in there with the overly distorted megaphone screams. But I'm actually surprised I didn't hate it as much as I thought I was going to. It's not new metal and it comes... Uh, saturated with the sweet, sweet stench of butt. But I listened to it in full after the ep, and I didn't hate it. There we go. Shane Halfley rolled in, said, I never owned this album, but I listened to it within a couple of years and liked it. And after listening to it a lot more after the show, I love it. He says, I genuinely like Jenny. That's nice. (laughs) I think she's fucking hilarious. Thank you. Some say the most hilarious on the internet. I'm glad she's on the show. Okay. Uh, (laughs) This is all leading somewhere. (laughs) But why? (laughs) Why do the podcast when she doesn't like new metal? Jenny, you just like Limp Bizkit, and that's okay. Just be honest to yourself and your fans. (laughs) Well, I'm going to continue lying to my fans (laughs) and doing the show every week, even though I don't like new metal because it's a part of my big plot to ruin new metal. (laughs) Figured it out. Um, uh, two words. I got him. <laughs> I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you, Shane. Uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, I started doing a podcast with a couple of my friends. Turns out that I kind of just prefer the hits, or maybe I don't like the new metal that you like. I don't know. Uh, but I keep doing this because it's something that I do with my friends. Uh, and it's not a hot take to not like Stained. (laughs) I genuinely like you too, Shane, but this is the wrong one to come for me on. (laughs) 
Oh boy, you know what? <laughs> Jenny is indeed one of the funniest on the internet. Absolutely. Uh, Jason Andrew Goodman said, I periodically revisit the stuff I cut my teeth on and no band has held up as poorly as Stain did. I love them back in the day and can still give them the occasional nostalgia listen, but this album is far from great. Far from great. Thank you very much, Jason. And finally, Mike Coverlock says, Jenny was more on the nose than Aaron Lewis in the rain with this. Uh, this album sucks, but is 100% for dudes who need to bromo, but believe only pussies cry or emotions are gay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm assuming those are their words. Uh, going in another direction. Well, I don't agree with the listener email. I would argue, Matt, back me up here, that while Bloodhound Gang went far more electronically dance whatever since I was in high school and are known for that sort of stuff, there are a handful of songs on one fierce beer coaster that could definitely be seen as new metal, if not even a papa. Hell, it's 1996. It's rap. Metal's got plenty of chug. Put on Kiss Me Where It Smells Funny and tell me that Chug doesn't get the head bobbing. Hell, it even has the original collaboration of Boom, which was re-recorded on Vanilla Ice is Hard to Swallow. I wouldn't waste a whole episode on it, but next time you have a clunker of an episode, throw a track or two out as a bonus. <laughs> what do you think, Matt? Well, here's the deal. I, I have wanted to do the Bloodhound Gang, I think, for a while. I, I agree. I, I think, if not new... Rap rock is undeniable, and rap rock usually falls right into the category of new. Last week, I said some really disparaging words about uh, Stone Temple Pilots, so maybe I'm not going to bring up the Bloodhound Gang to Lauren. I know his stance on Bloodhound Gang is one million percent no, so I'll let him to I'll let him play Mad Libs and finish this. Uh, hey, Lauren, what do you think? Mike Hoverluck makes some interesting observations. And you know what? I'm not one, two. No, what am I kidding? I, I mean, I'll dismiss shit totally out of hand. Um, But here's the thing. Today? No. Tomorrow? No. But perhaps one day. <gasps> this is huge. One day. This is huge. We might do one, but one that's like a track. One, one minute one. of your life. Wow. We'll do one. I mean, here's the thing, okay? Is that it seems like a minor thing, but Jenny, I mean, and I don't know, Jenny, I, what, Jenny, let, forget about me for a second. How do you feel about the Bloodhound Gang? Would it ruin new metal if we played them on the show once and for all? No, no, no. Like more just like, because oh. my thought is I would have to listen to Bloodhound Gang three times at least for, you know, two weeks. So how do you feel? Like you would have to listen with me. So I, how do you I feel? I would have them? no problem with that because I think at least it would be kind of fun. Okay. All right. So tell you what. Not today. Not tomorrow. I don't even want to throw the word soon out because that has a lot of implications. But perhaps one day we will do a Bloodhound Gang episode. There. You've broken me down. All right? You wow. keep asking. You, you, you kids keep bugging me if you want to go out and with your friends. Fine. One day. There you have it. I'm right. amazed that there's a possible maybe. Hey. 
Hey, man. It's not just Bjork. It's me. Wow. And that's it for who's tweeting. Keep on tweeting, Facebook, messaging, Instagram. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com with your recommendations, your feelings, your pushes for albums that I've long said no to, but apparently I'm getting soft. Send them over. We'll debate them right in front of your ears. The album of the week, Proud Like a God by Guano Apes. Jenny, when did this album come out? This album was released on October 6th, 1997. It's before some of you listeners were born. Wow. I will have to double check because I believe that's getting the party started. But that is really close to one other date. So I'll need to check. Wow. So very early on. Jenny, history with the Guano Apes. (laughs) My only history with the Guano Apes is getting lots of messages that just said Guano Apes or something that led me to believe that Guano Apes was the intended message. How about you, Lauren? Yeah, I uh, had never heard of Guano Apes before, and then I started doing this podcast, and I would get uh, all these messages that just said, do Guano Apes, do Guano Apes, fucking do Guano Apes, and then I knew who they were, and now here I am about to talk about their album. Matt Nas, History with the Guano Apes. I feel like I've seen this album cover a ton, and I may have even heard a few tracks, but boy, I don't. I don't have much on these guys. So uh, this album is, uh, they're they're a German band. They're very popular in Germany. This is a very successful record, right, Jenny? Yeah, it was very successful. It went platinum um, in, where did I put that information? Yes, it has been certified platinum for shipping 200,000 copies in both Germany and Switzerland. Wow. There you have it. Powerful. They did it. They did it. This record, so beloved in their native Germany that they did a 20th anniversary edition, Proud Like a God XX, and remastered the whole thing. Two reviews, all music, gave it three out of five. And a German magazine called Rock Hard. Give it a 7.5 out of 10. And uh, Jenny, we got some genre tags over here. Yes, we do. Our genre tags are funk metal, new metal, alternative rock, and alternative metal. Mm. Oh, yeah. Producer on this. This is a new one. But what a name. Wolfgang Stash. Wolfgang Stash. Wolfgang Stash. He is producer on this album with the band. Jenny, the history of this band, very interesting. They won a local heroes talent contest in 1996. And then immediately was like, yep, make an album. Just yeah, like that. That's right. And they uh, it sounds like they had mixed feelings about what it was like to record. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a documentary about them that, that came out quite a bit later. Some of them said that it was very unpleasant to record. 
Well, the vocalist said that it made her feel very respected as a vocalist. So they made it. Jenny, I I got to put you through this. I know you're ready. And to borrow the joke from last week, you're not part of these people's families. But please, who is in this band? <laughs> uh, on vocals, we have Sandra Nasik. On guitars, we have Henning Rumenap. Uh, on bass, we have Stefan Uday. And on drums and vocals, we have Dennis Poshwada. Hey. I, I don't know how close I am. and I, I, think, I think you nailed it. Oh, let's, let's go with that until I hear otherwise. So I have a physical copy of the album here in front of me. I picked this up at the Sterling Heights Public Library recently for a sweet 25 cents. Wow. Whoa. That's an ultimate. There you go. Is it a library thrift? What is it? Li- I don't know. It's it's in, well. It's a thrift with a catch, because when I opened it up, it was it was sealed. By the way, sealed in the packaging, still had the protective stickers on it. I had to peel them all off. When I opened it up, though, I found that in the interiors, it was completely drenched, like it had been completely wet. It is impossible to. to it's like a piece of hard piece of cardboard here, and so I cu- I wasn't able to open up to see if there were any cool thank yous or anything like that it's all just stuck together i thankfully though did have uh access to these photos of the band i think my favorite is the picture of them that sit behind the cd um where they all wearing very fashionable hats and leather jackets and um looking incredibly 1996 yes um, it was yeah. them jesus jones oh yeah Oh boy, yeah, these yeah. are interesting. And the front is just a little—it's a bat. Yeah, it's a cute little bat. There you have it. In regards to that, so yeah, it was twenty-five cents, and then uh, I found out why it was twenty-five cents. And uh, whoa, bury the lead. <laughs> there, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I—I th- I think that's everything we need to know. Um, before we dive in. All right. So the first track was the first single they released and also the song that uh, helped them to win that Local Heroes contest. It's a song called Open Your Eyes.
Jenny, we'll start with you. What'd you think of Open Your Eyes? I thought it was a catchy song. I'm not sure if it's new metal, but I thought, I mean, it just sounded like a, I thought it was just like a, a catchy pop song, sort of. What did you think, Lauren? It immediately sounded familiar. The chorus sounds so familiar, but I don't know where I would ever have been to have heard a Guano Ape song. But the chorus, for, I mean, obviously I can see why I want them. It's, it's just, yeah, like you said, a catchy song. It definitely has... Like we said, this is a 1996-97 situation. So it's it's in that area where what is new metal, rap metal, funk metal? You know, it's it's all everyone's still figuring it out. They're still figuring out the alchemy, mm-hmm. you know? So it's got a little bit of everything. It's got a little heavy in the vocal, a little electronic, some alt. But all of that put together, the thing that hits me more than anything is that it sounds incredibly dated. Like, we listen to stuff that's, like, obviously, we're, everything that we listen to on the show is mostly 20 years old or right around then. But it doesn't always hit with such a, like, dated sense. But this, I was like, oh, boy. Like, I, this felt like mothballs. Yeah, Matt, what did you think? Um, the song that it reminded me of was Self-Esteem by The Offspring. I feel like it has a real, real uh, self-esteem vibe. And does not strike me as new, definitely hits me hard with alt. And it is a catchy, catchy song. It's also a wake up sheeple song. Open your eyes. Come on, sheeple. Open them up. Open them up. Hey, sheeple. What you doing? Bah, bah. That's right. Wake up. People count you, sheep. Not the other way around. That's right. And you know, <laughs> sheeple were talking on songmeetings.com. <laughs> they were. Mostly they something were. they weren't quite prepared to wake up for was the fact that the lead singer of this band was a woman. <laughs> they're and all blown away. It's complete mayhem in there. They're all blown away that this is a woman, but they're like, a lead singer with tits? Come on. And they're all agreeing with a person whose name is Donkey Dick. So it's just... <laughs> It's it's dicey in there is all I'm going to say. I'm not saying that they're having broad talk, but it definitely sounds like they're having little broad talk. Sounds an awful lot like a dude to me. <laughs> hey, I'm not saying nothing, but a girl who can sing like that, <laughs> um, no way, bro. Yeah. No way. That comes out of your mouth. I know something's not going, going in. in there. You don't know. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that hush. I don't need that hush. Probably all teeth in there, no tongue. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Open your eyes. Look at my Johnson. Don't bite. Bite. <laughs> that's a sign uh, I got hanging in my garage. That's, <laughs> you mean the head check? The head check, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, never forget that Saturday. Uh <laughs> One Saturday. <laughs> the I, I, one that got it, the name of the head shack. The head shack. Um, I got to mention one comment on song meanings because I love it. It's great. It's uh, it's by uh, uh, Livirus, Laverius, who said, great song. I also first heard this song when I watched a video of martial arts slash performers. The song is pretty pumped and matched well with the clip. 
After listening to it a few times and reading the lyrics, I think the song is trying to get people who already know that they should break out to do so instead of pretending to follow and keep their true thoughts and feelings covered up. Stop pretending to be blind, even though you're not. The point is not is to not keep your thoughts and true intentions to yourself, but to go and express them. BTW, kudos to people who post messages such as, I love this song, or awesome, on a site called songmeanings.net without contributing anything else. Keep up the good job. Two words. Got em. Yeah. Oof. You, they you must got be feeling em. pretty bad right about now. And for uh, everybody uh, keeping track, yes, this is getting the party started. All right. Setting the party up is 96 to 97. Once you get to 97, you are officially in getting the party started. All right. Awesome. Uh, up next, we've got a song called Maria. We got some snake arms going here. Do you need me to go anywhere in this track, Lauren? No, I do not. <laughs> then it's going down. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. But not oh. this lead singer, because she's going to chomp it off. Yeah, she'll probably bite your dick off right oh. off. Then I have to live my life without a dick. No, thank you. <laughs> oh, I hate man. to have my dick bitten off. I was thinking that about would- it the other day. You were Dude. just thinking about having your dick bit off the other day? I was thinking about not having my dick bit off. Don't put words oh, okay. in my mouth. Oh, sorry. Dude, number oh. one torture without a doubt, dick bit off. <laughs> yeah, that would be terrible. Number two, no no ESPN. No ESPN. No ESPN. You got three, it. One nut bit off. No, oh. Number four, oh. both nuts bit off. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Number four is both nuts? Yeah, number three's one nut. I gotta I gotta balance thing. You know what number five is? You know what number five is? Five worst tortures ever. Worst your, tortures ever? Your second dick getting bit off. No, only vegan hot dogs. Oh, oh my god. Oh. What is this? What is this? France? Give me real ones. Wow. Thank you very much, Mr. Lee Iacocca. Thank you. Oh boy. Uh, so Maria. Yeah. Mm. Oh, the song we need to be talking about. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, no pressure to get there. <laughs> <laughs> I hey, hate yeah. I'd hate to be a bossy broad, but we should probably talk about Maria. We probably should. Um it starts like a Rage Against the Machine song. I didn't look up which one, but there's one that starts that same way with the with the drums. Um but then it gets into these ethereal vocals, somebody pouring something into a cup. Then we have some sort of new metal drop. 
which is legit, some funky bass, but these lyrics, and this is going to be a common thing, they don't make any sense at all. At all. <laughs> and everybody just gives up in song meetings. They're like, it's a great song. It's a kick-ass song. That's all they got. They got nothing else. They don't know what to say. Jenny? Uh, I liked this song. It, there are some more new metal elements in it, which I like to hear. This is an extremely 90s song. Yep. yep. This is like, I would have probably loved, if I had heard this at that time, I would have loved it. Oh, give me this and that whale song. Oh, uh, Hobo Humpin' Slobo Vape? Yes, please. Oh. That's a you ham. It's a jam. Do you know that one, Jenny? No idea what you're talking about. Oh, there was. Do we go there? Do we? we I th- if we got it, we got to hit Jenny with some with some whale. <laughs> oh boy. Well, I don't know if I'm ready, guys. All right, here's whales. Hobo humping, slowbo babe. This is peak '90s. Did somebody order something from Ken? Me? I'm gonna have to ask you to leave. I'm sorry. I'll take this song with me. We'll be partying in the parking lot. I know you will. Please cover the dick on your flappy guy. <laughs> no way in street traffic. All press is good press. <laughs> uh, you know what? I kind of knew the moment that you said, oh, let's play some whale for Jenny. I was like, I don't think Jenny's going to be into whale. <laughs> no way, bro. No, no way. I, I sure would have been, I think, if I had run into it at the time naturally it was, yeah it's just you know you what can't... do you mean uh, 11 47 p.m on a monday at the time to hear whale <laughs> I, i'm gonna i'm gonna say no i'm gonna say maybe not you know what you know what uh, when i go home i'm gonna play this for mitch and see if he likes it <laughs> Stir it. wake him up <laughs> he told me when i left he's like i'm going to bed at 10 so you know like Wake me up when so you get home. So wake me up with this song. Any song. I don't care what song. Make it a bad one. <laughs> Play Whales Hobo Hump and Slobo Babe, followed by Karashi Stick em Up. Oh, here we go. And also ask me for a favor. <laughs> and please ask me to make those t-shirts. Yeah. Oh, he's going to be so happy when I get home. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh Yeah, the lyrics don't make any sense. Raw muscles in you, and you kill for the thrill to get into this. Might not be sure to get into the sin for the human race. Maria. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming that English isn't the primary language of the person writing the lyrics. No way. This is correct, but they don't have any German language songs as far as I could tell. Like I'm just saying if committed. we tried to do a German language podcast. That's true. That'd be, a, that'd, be, that'd be really a lot, tough. A lot dumber than these lyrics are. That's a good point. But I agree with you that they don't make sense. Yeah. I just, 
I, I'm not 100% sure why. We might get an email from somebody saying, this person is very fluent in English. <laughs> we might, they may be like, hey, they, they, they know English better than you do. Yeah. You don't know what you're talking about. Maria makes a ton of sense. Get your head out of your ass. Roachcoachpodcast.com. Yeah, there we go. All right. Up next, we've got Rain. This was the second single from the album. a drop but it's fine this sounds like something you would hear at the dentist this is when i knew that i was not on board with the apes wow i was like what is going on what is this music that i'm listening (laughs) to right now you sound like a grumpy angry executive what is this music you've brought into my boardroom I didn't like it. I found the rain uh, symbolism to be stupid. Um, <laughs> oh. Oh, we're bringing our highbrow criticism to <laughs> Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who I are thought you? it was me. I thought it was stupid um, because it sounds like it's. Uh, rain is. Um, no one likes to stand in the rain unless you're in a movie. And even then, you're very uncomfortable. So I wrote in my notes, good for plants, annoying to people. So the idea of like, I need to feel your rain. I'm like, what are we talking about here? What is going on? And then, Jenny, did you watch the video? Is this the one where she was dancing or is you, that a different one? That's the one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's like just wiggling around. We've a got a wiggle. Yeah. It was very... um. It was very 90s. I, this whole thing yeah. is just like 90s distilled. Now, it is. I got to tell you, Lauren, I understand yeah. that you might think that the rain thing is like very transparent, but there is a take on songmeanings.com. Oh. That I, do you know what I'm going to? I don't. I don't. I, honestly, I disliked this song so much that I like read like two and I was like, n- no. So, okay, yeah. well, uh, Tanta Yuri says, I can't help but giggle. I'm such a stupid kid, I know. Still, this totally sounds to me like a water sports elegy. Like, <laughs> Whoa. for real. I still believe in your warm rain. I'm alone. I can't sleep until I feel your rain. Is this song about getting pissed on? Mm. 
I don't know one way or the other. Hey, guys, we ever get pissed on? Any oh, oh my uh, gosh. I'd uh, rather get pissed on than pissed off. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, that's right. That's right. Hey, listen, as, uh, as long as you don't eat a ton of asparagus and uh, I like your face, sure. Yeah, you can piss on me. Why not? Hey, you sometimes you got to take one to get one. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't oh, know what yeah. I mean. No, I know what you mean, though. Uh, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. That's right. Sometimes you got to take one for the team, but you know the team's going to give back in the end. That's true. That's that right. You're going to get in the goal. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Piss is a terrible <laughs> lube. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. That is right. No good for that. Oh boy, um, I liked I liked how they said water sports elegy. <laughs> yeah, I I don't agree. I mean, I can't sleep until I feel your rain. That makes it sound like uh, you know what? Can't get a good night's sleep until I get pissed on. Um, what? I mean, I get it. You know what? You know what? <laughs> you know what? It makes sense for these lyrics and how they don't make any sense. I anyway, I yeah. liked this song. Oh man, I'm uh-huh. real tired, but God bless it, no one's pissed on me. I can't go to bed dry. I'm not a fucking maniac. <laughs> <laughs> Someone just just come piss on me. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. well, another reason to wake up, Mitch. When you can. Yeah, no, I mean he's gonna have to wake up. Melatonin doesn't work anymore. I have to be peed <laughs> all over. <laughs> Our home life is. Our whole you, life. It's us. It's hey, us. The doors are shut. This is what we do. Mm-hmm. You are you know? not my family. <laughs> You're not my family to judge how I fall asleep. Uh, I I liked this song. Uh, mm-hmm. It it wasn't very new, but God, I just kept thinking when I was listening to this how much I would have fucking loved this if I had heard it when I was like 13 or 14 years old. Mm-hmm. I would have been all in. Uh, I'm uh, with it. All right, ready for the next track? Let's do uh, it. Oh yeah. That is the third single off this album. It's called Lords of the Boards. Commissioned for the 1998 European Snowboarding Championship. Oh, Matt, you got to hear her. You got to hear her go on. You, Matt, you got to get to the chorus. She is the Lord of the Board. Sorry. Well, here we go. I can fall so deep, but who do I see coming up the track? Oh, I forgot about this part. A little green man with a snowboard on his back. Okay, we're Matt, like, Matt, 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 you gotta keep going. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, me. I'm sorry. Lying, 
So <laughs> my understanding is that uh, she's out there snowboarding, and then an alien, <laughs> an alien? Yep. walks up mm-hmm. and is like, ah, I'm about to <laughs> rip this shit up. <laughs> and now I'm flying. Yeah. <laughs> Like an angel to the sun, my feet are burning, and I grab into another world, the Lord of the Boards. And then the thing is that she's like, he's great. She's like, I'm just an also-ran. He's got me beat. Maybe it's time I accept defeat. The song is so stupid. <laughs> I I have never, Matt, when you turned it down, I got it. Because the first, <laughs> literally the first lyric... I've got the snowboard under my feet. I'm like, I'm good. I know what this is about. I'm done. All right. I wanted to save this to later, but I just want to mention this. So I uh, I told, I, I, I went to, uh, obviously, we've talked about it. I went to see Static X with you, Jenny. And then I went to see uh, Stabbing Westward with some other friends. And uh, they asked me what albums we were working on. And I were going to do next for the show. And I said, oh, I'm going to do Guano Apes. And he turned to this other guy that I didn't really know, but he was a mutual friend. And he goes, Oh, you remember them? That was, we listened to that album in the car. It was like the worst album of all time. He's like, yeah, worst album of all time. And, um, and then I hear Lord of the boards. I'm sorry. Lords of the boards. And (laughs) plural, plural. It's each it, Lord has a board. I don't yeah. know what you guys are confused about. Yeah. It uh, just, uh, just, uh, I don't know if there's ever been a lyric more off putting to me than I've got the snowboard under my feet. I don't know why, but that lyric as the first way to kick off the song. I'm like, boy, how, how long, how long is this one? If the first line is a thesis statement, I don't want to read the rest of the paper. <laughs> What's yeah, next? What's next? Wait. Um, and then also, just this chorus is owes so much <laughs> to Rage Against the Machine. But I, I gotta say, songmeanings.com. Did you see this comment, Jenny, from Harriet Potter? Uh, no. Wait. And now with. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. This. This is. Uh. You know what? I, I'm just gonna let's just go through the journey with Harriet Potter. First time you hear this song, you go, ugh. Second time you hear it, hmm. Third time, mmm. And the fourth time, you either love it or you hate it. I went with the first option. Sticking out tongue emoji, fab tune. Truly the emotions. Yeah, I mean, this song reached number 10 in Austria and Germany. It was like a, it was a pretty popular song. It's a live staple. People there was love Lords of the Boards. Lords of the Boards. The music video for this song is a live performance video of just the audience. I got to say, the thing that, I mean, obviously it's of the time, but to hear a song as dumb as this one and to watch the band play it with the intensity and seriousness that they do gives me cognitive dissonance it doesn't make sense it doesn't compute it'd be like going to see like weird al yankovic but like everybody in the band is playing like super like seriously like they're in like megadeth or something you know what i mean it just didn't 
like this is a goof, goofy stong, stong, a goofy song. <laughs> it's a goofy song. Sure. It's a goofy song about snowboarding. Why are why so why is everyone so serious? Why? Uh, yeah, I I really I gotta say, things started to change for me, really drastically, with this song. All right, well let's see where this journey takes us. Up next, we've got crossing the deadline. sounds like it was made by some sort of like babblefish like babblefish but also like some weird like ai thing just <laughs> like here's all of these like 90s inputs let's see how this what is this like spout out at us it honestly sounds like yeah like that little green man who's the lord of the boards was like do you like to rock and roll? I <laughs> <laughs> were like, yeah, I guess. Duh. And then, and then he's like, I hear you like some rapping with your rock. So let's get some Debbie Harry circa heart of glass or whatever. And era, Rhapsody right? and rapping cars and, and shooting stars. stars and, and over there, there's boulevards. I mean, I'll hit you with the real lyrics. The sand, the sand, it covers the land. Uh, it's just a victim. You didn't stop it. High noon and the walk brings the storm with it. Born to it or lay on it. And flashes back and flashes hot. And everybody raps and rapping's great. Disprove the lyrics. You're correct. I fucking challenge you. <laughs> Jenny is untouchable right now. Right I now. It, it, it's, it's kind of amazing. She's, uh, she's Teflon. Tired. She's Teflon. Wake uh, a bitch up. Read these <laughs> lyrics to it. I know... I don't know how to explain this, but I like this album. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. I don't have an, I don't necessarily have as many problems with it as I think Lauren does, but in terms of it being new metal, I'm not hearing that. I'm not hearing that either. I'm hearing like a sweet a sweet hidden candy from the 90s that yeah, I never got to have. Yeah, 90s alt candy. Give me this a thousand times over before I have to listen to fucking Stained again. Like, this makes no sense. I agree, <laughs> both from the composition of the songs to the <laughs> lyrics to the sequencing to all of them being on the same album. 
this was also a band that was just trying to win like a talent contest and won it and they were like all right let's go to the studio bmg here you go we need you to write a snowboard song and they're just like okay (laughs) like there's so it's so silly and but like they sound good I I don't know. I don't know what it is. There's just something about this that is just so weird that I like it. I for me, I was it was just kind of killing me how bad it was. I I think just the the fact of just how it, it, the the sound is so weirdly dated. So it's, it has that whole sound that I can't. It, it's dated in a way that I maybe don't have affection for. That might be part of it. And then on top of that, the lyrics are just so gibberish, weird, not even weird, because I'm down for weird, but none of it, it's it's like, it's like trying to grab sand. I can't get it. There's nothing. It doesn't make, and then you you look at it, it's like, are, are you trying to say something? You know, it's like listening to an album by Nell. Just like, I mean, the <laughs> words are English, but none of them are in the right. I mean, I, I searched for... Love now. Uh, uh, this this <laughs> checks out. <laughs> I mean, this I, I, I like. I search for water. You need the cold. You need the cold. What? I mean, you need cold. Bring me some bubbles and a crown of gold. Crossing the deadline before it's too late. The finger snaps to the center of anger. Wait. I want to throw my computer up in the air. It drives me nuts. These lyrics are by a person whose primary language likely is not. English and they're just like I need it to make some type of maybe sense and I need it to rhyme (laughs) I think they were maybe the rhyming but no sense here's the thing you know who wouldn't do this you know who didn't do this Puya didn't do this Nell didn't do it (laughs) Uh, where's Nell's new metal record (laughs) just her screaming titties and running around in a circle (laughs) I thought that was the funniest thing in the world when I was a kid that's an inappropriate reaction to Nell (laughs) All right, up next, we've got a track called We Use the Pain. giving me macabre vibes the band macabre Mm. they have a lot of like sort of sing-songy silly songs and then they're a metal band so they drop into it uh and all their songs are about serial killers but they're very silly they're very unhinged they're one of my favorite metal bands for sure um and i think i just 
this song is so fucking weird. And then she just starts talking about chickens. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I'm just there for it. I think it's the right kind of weird for me. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like hanging out with, like, the person that this band would be embodied to be <laughs> would be like, you never know. First of all, if you walk in your house, where they're going to be, they might—they're likely not sitting in a chair in the corner, in the corner, in the up, in the corner, up in the air, <laughs> up in the air. And they're like, "Can I make you dinner?" You're like, "Sure." They're like, "It's a three musketeers wrapped in ramen," and <laughs> yeah, like you have to get it out of a bowl of jelly with just your mouth. It's it's the chicken lady from Kids in the Hall, but on an album. What did you think of this one, Lauren? Uh, it gave me honestly big system of a down vibes. I felt like, but this predates system, so that was very interesting. But I got mm-hmm. va- major surge vibes, especially when it went to the drop. The way that she was sort of trilling her R's and re- leaning in and being very theatrical felt my my reference point was more of like a surge move, of um. But except except that the lyrics here, you know, instead of um, you know. Uh, singing about you know the prison system or something she's singing about chickens and at one point she just starts making up words the rest of the chicken wants to be pick a nickin that's not that's not anything that's mm. not a thing mm. prove uh, it um okay <laughs> it's not <laughs> oh okay you got me there you go i'm just gonna say him. it's not how hey. how are you doing matt how is the waves hitting you you know uh I, I'm I'm kind of the same place as you, Jenny, where it's kind of a fun ride. There's the other part of me that understands Lauren's point of view, where it's just like, but when can I get out of the car? <laughs> Thank you for the ride, chicken lady. But this is my house. Please uh, uh, unlock the doors and let me out. Like I'm, it's unfortunate because I I know that we're not even halfway through the album, but I'm like. Yeah, I'm done. I'm good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> Let's call it here. <laughs> I, you know. But that's not how we do it. We can't do that. No. It's not You've how given we do it. more time to lesser albums. I agree. But we yeah. can keep trucking through. So uh, up next, we've got a track called Never Born. <laughs> Thank you. 
I just imagine you getting more and more pissed every time you hear a song on this album, Lauren. Do you want to know my note on this one? Yes, I do. It is. I wrote, nothing makes sense. That's it. That's wow. what I wrote. Well, you're not the only one who has a tough time with Guano Apes lyrics. Uh, commenter Spike on songmeanings.com says, I think it's about the loss of an inner child or maybe a miscarriage. I'm not too sure. Guano Apes lyrics are hard for me to figure out. This comes up a lot in the comments where people are like, I mean, I don't know, I guess. And the people are like, yeah, just no one knows what's going on. And the thing is that like I was looking at it, I'm like, maybe it's about that, but it could also not be. There's there's so much going going on here. It's I mean, it has it has a couple keywords in it that make you think. I mean, the fact that it's called Never Born actually does a lot of heavy lifting for you. <laughs> yeah, um but it's still so unclear and I um I did not like it. I did not enjoy listening to this song. Matt Nas. Yeah, um, If it was like this podcast was about, you know, Liz Fair, that that vein, because mm-hmm. like there is a part of me that like really loves Suzanne Vega. Like I love Suzanne Vega. I think she has a lot of great records. And I hear something like this and I'm like, this is the opening ma- act for a Suzanne Vega October Project Tour that I would be all in on. Yeah. But when I think of it in the context of our show, I go, this doesn't work for me. This isn't what I'm looking for. But because I have open ears, I'm hearing something else that I'm into. So it's not as harsh. That snowboarding song, though, is amazing. <laughs> I oh. promise you this will not be the last you hear of the snowboarding song from me. Oh, no. I'm, I'm going to wake Jenny's, you up. Jenny's wedding is about to get super insane now. <laughs> That's the now. new metal song I choose. Oh, wow. Uh, all right. Uh. Well, wake Mitch up tonight and make sure it's cool with it. I'm going to let him know tonight. Yeah, as soon as I get home. He'll love that. Uh, all right. Up next, we got Wash It Down. <laughs> Strong start. Dirty Lauren. It's a dirty shirt. Lauren, can you relate? Has buried his face <laughs> into his hands as if he has just—he's just had it, like he's been put through the washing machine. 
Lauren, what's going on over there, buddy? I'm going to go to my notes. I wrote rock and sure. I said, these lyrics make no sense. These lyrics are more gibberish than Mars Volta and At The Drive-In combined. They're just, they are, I don't even want to, I don't even want to insult the word idea and say that we're at the beginning of an idea. It's just, it's just a flight of fancy of just nonsense. It's nonsense. Well, okay. We have to be balanced here. So um, one of the comments in songmeanings.com from Savely, and this is what they say. I've always been a big fan of Guana Wave's music. And though I had good contacts with Sandra, the singer writer, I've never dared to ask her about her lyrics. Sandra is a great poet. She always wraps her songs with big meanings. Though I don't know the truly meaning behind Wash It Down, I have a guess. Wash It Down, when people got bad sexual experiences. I'm not going to say what it is. So you want to shower the dirt off of you. Um, so what I really want to focus on is the Savely's um, assertion that Sandra is a great poet. Sounds like you don't agree. I like the assumption I'd never dare ask her about her lyrics. <laughs> I would never dare. I mean, I could I couldn't. I couldn't. And then that just makes me wonder, is there just this thing maybe where they're from that people just no one's asking the question? And so she thinks she's being clear. And ever, but that's only because no one's ever asked for clarity. She's like, yeah, this is you get. I mean, everybody beginner. gets it. Eh, I wish I wash it. You kick it and spoil it with dirt. Never mind. I've got two faces and one of its hurts. What a dirty shirt. Wash it down. You that's know, it. when you roam in the shirt, I'm coming your that's way. For a yeah. German Tide commercial. Yeah. I do. So I. So reading that this album went platinum and then learning how it makes sense to me that like they were on a talent competition. She does have a really good voice, yes. really unique voice. And they want the songs to be in English so that they can gain more popularity. I don't think this band knows who they are. And so they're just sort of like, like, didn't you ever have any albums that had like one hit on them? And then the rest of it was just like all over the place. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I believe there's one by Whale that has <laughs> song. I, oh, I don't I, know I, any other Whale songs. And you know what? Me. Never play me another Whale song. I don't want to ruin that perfection. I think of the band Len. I think mm. of the band Stroke Nine. Those are two things that I owned. Like, I think it's just like that, except that this is fucking bonkers. You nailed it. This is indeed fucking bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. And that Len record. Yeah, I bought that album. I think I've talked about that. I bought it in a, th- I bought it the same day I bought Godsmack self-titled and the first low fidelity all-stars record. And I put that Len album on and steal my sunshine played. And I felt really great. And then the second song came out and I was like, what's going on? Here? What's going on with what's this? Happening yeah. I wasn't beaten down by this record because it's not oppressive. It move. It is. It is generally pretty fleet, except when you're dealing with some of the ballads. But it it moves along. But it. 
I, I was just so I felt adrift. I had nothing to grab onto. I, there's a lot of albums we do that I'm like, I'm not really feeling this music, whatever, but I can get into those lyrics, find some meaning, find a common ground. I got no common ground with this band. I got nothing. Huh. All right. Well, we got a few tracks left, so let's keep going. Up next, we've got Scapegoat. chair i turned the music down if only to save my friend i think this song is pretty it doesn't make sense the lyrics don't make sense i don't care i think it's pretty and i think that i've sat through so many dumb fucking records i am pleased i'm pleased i am pleased What's happening with you, Lauren? What's going on here? Uh, all I wrote in my notes was, come on. <laughs> I was I was so just, at this point, these lyrics are, I mean, I knew, you know, it's. It, the, the, I knew that there was nothing, I was not going to find anything in these lyrics. And it just became just very defeating. And I, I think just, I couldn't stop, like I was... Like, okay, I got a little bit of a Porno for Pyro's Pets vibe in the music a little bit, but then it rolled into that chorus, which did nothing for me. And these lyrics, once again, I hate. So, uh, just, trash. Just, just, yeah, just, I hate, yeah. Like, I do not like this band or this song. Thank you. I'm having the time of my life with this record. <laughs> I'm living my best life. How respectful of our time is it? Um, it's it's all right. It's uh, it says so on the Wikipedia. It says that it comes in at fifty one forty five. I think the version that we're doing is actually closer to forty five, if Spotify is to be believed. Yeah, because um, we're just missing a song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's. Around 45-ish minutes. Okay. Which is not too bad. Not at all. And not, I mean, this is just exactly the kind of shit. I, I just like, this is so weird. It barely makes sense. Like, but I never get the sense that, like, they're doing it with anything less than 100% commitment. Oh, definitely. This is and incredibly sincere gibberish. Yeah. Uh, So I'm here for it. Uh, all right. Up next, we've got Get Busy. Mm-hmm. 
Hi, can I have the most on the nose sample for the for a song called Get Busy? <laughs> yes. Thank you. Finally, some fucking clarity. <laughs> this song does make sense. Oh, jeez. This one. Yes, you're sick of a being with somebody who's lazy or even just you're growing apart. I'm sick of you. Yeah. This one, I was like, okay, I understand it. Calling your song Get Busy and you're not Sean Paul. I don't agree with it, but this does predate Sean Paul. But I feel like once Sean Paul put out Get Busy invalidates all other get busies but yeah this one at least made sense for the most part i mean there's don't don't get me wrong there's some shit in here that still doesn't really make any sense but the overall theme i was able to find so thank you for that apes all right we've got one track left and that is a track called tribute is this the greatest song in the world yes or is this just a tribute it's neither <laughs> just take the last three things off the order thanks uh, just just yeah just take two chicken nuggets and throw them Shum. away <laughs> shove them right up your ass to promise yourself to this tree so (laughs) i wrote in my notes in all capital letters these lyrics are bad (laughs) i also wrote this is a slow dirty boy but don't ever change in the mirror you have to promise yourself to this tree i was like yeah i'm sure that just flew right out of her pen like oh Oh, those words? Yeah. Oh, right out. The fact that the rest of the band was like, oh, making that album was was tough. was tough. And she was like, oh, making the album made me feel respected as a singer. On-the-drop training. I get the the on-the-drop training quote. That makes sense. It's like that, uh, yeah, when you start a new job, 
And they're like, hey, just just give him one to mess around with, you know, just to figure it out. Like when you, your your coding job, Jenny, you know, just hey, here's, here's some junk code, you know, nothing serious here. Oh yeah, but, <laughs> they go to the junk code box and just throw it at the junior developers. Yeah, here's some yeah. junk code. And then, uh, but in this case, it's like, yeah, just 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 make up some lyrics and accept their every song. Um. So really, this was a very fitting end. The song is nine minutes long. Last four minutes is just guitar noises and people hitting things. Fitting end. Jenny, what'd you think of tribute? It was weird and long, and I, I at this by the time we got there, I was just like, yeah, sure, whatever you guys want to do. <laughs> Live your dreams, yeah. man. This this was no longer about me. <laughs> oh. like, this is this is about guano apes. <laughs> uh oh, there's this really weird swear in there. It says, um so send out your wishes. I'll give them all to you. With that money you get, is that the shit you're bleeding for? Not a saying. Not a saying. But said with the confidence of someone who believes it is a saying. Well, there we go. There you have it. Proud Like a God by Guano Apes. Does bring us to the part of the show. Canon talk. Talk about the canon. How you doing there, Lauren? I'll read what I wrote in my notes. Love it. Uh-oh. This album is a worst-case scenario for innovation. <laughs> They're mixing up some sounds but not in ways that ultimately worked in the long term the lyrics are awful i did not like this album not in the canon if if this album had ended in the middle and i had to write my summation i would have been full of like fury but it goes on and then it gives you this nine minute dirgy boy at the end that i that the fury is ra- it flowed out of me and all I'm left with is just defeated. I'm a husk. Just like, yes, guano apes, sure. Get away from me. Wow. Swatting my hand. Jenny, what did you think? I thought this was an extremely fun album. I thought it was so weird. I thought it was all over the place. It seemed like some people who kind of got like thrust into making an album and didn't really quite know what to do. And it did feel like on-the-job training, but there was something about it that I just thought was really fun. It, I have nostalgia for that that era of music. I don't, I had a lot of fun listening to this, the Jersey Boy aside, but like I just thought it was a lot of fun. I definitely wouldn't put it in the canon. It's not new metal. I'm not even sure where that tag came from, but I think that this was like very specifically trying to make something that would hit i think that the lyrics don't make sense because they're not written in this person's primary language or they're completely batshit insane either way i'm cool with it but i just think that maybe my expectations of it like once i realized what was going on i was like oh i'm just going to enjoy this like this is going to be a weird ride but I thought it was fun. I just approached this with a uh with curiosity. And it'll pay and it paid off. 
I will be listening to that weird snowboard song again. (laughs) (laughs) When the alien appeared, I was like, what? Okay, (laughs) that sounds great. Uh, But definitely not in the canon. Matt, what did you think? Not in the canon. It's a fun listen. And again, in in a different headspace where I'm kind of looking for like really bizarro female fronted kind of this vibe, I think it's perfect. So there you go. There you have it. The Guano Apes episode. And that is it for <laughs> the show this week. I'm just, I'm done. Somewhere you guys. a boner just deflated. <laughs> oh. There you got it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is it for this Top week's Top five episode. tortures. I'm telling you right there. <laughs> Number six, the Guano Apes finish. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, man. Uh, keep on saying hello online. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. And, you know, keep sending those recommendations. You never know what's going to happen. It could make Jenny super happy. It could crush my soul. It could, you know, do all sorts of things to any of us. So keep sending them along. Until next time. Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt, thank you. Thank you. All right. See you later. Bye. 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 What I am, what I am getting older, what I need.